Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast. What's going on, NFL fans? I'm Lawrence Owen. With me, as usual, is my guys Gerard Powers and Rodney McLeod, and we are here to talk about the Week 13 NFL schedule uh, for the 2022 season. And there was quite a bit, there's quite a bit to talk about uh, this week. First and foremost, I want to discuss is somehow earlier in the game, San Francisco loses Jimmy Garoppolo mm. and they still beat the Miami Dolphins 33 to 17. Still, what's the loss of Jimmy Garoppolo going to do for the Niners? Do they end up going after a certain quarterback that just got released in Baker Mayfield? I don't I don't think so. I think Shanahan just came out and said that that's not that's not in their plans at the moment. But uh, if you go back and watch, you know, some clips of that game, Mr. Irrelevant quarterback, they drafted last pick of last year draft looked like he's a, a seasoned vet. Uh, I mean, he looked poised. He was making big throws, standing in the pocket. You know, he looked like, you know, I was well prepared for this opportunity. And, you know, sometimes the shock value that can you know, have people, you know, thinking that, oh, they still got it figured out. But everybody knows once you get into the playoffs and, you know, where games are, are you know, a lot of things are on the line. There's some pressure that goes on to where you need some some guys that kind of been in that fire before and know, knows how to handle it. So I'm not sure what they're going to do, but I don't see Baker Mayfield going over to San Francisco to save the day. I think they'll just try to, you know, do it from within. Now, he might can go over there and be a backup or something like that, maybe. Uh, but I, I don't see him uh, being signed by the San Francisco 49ers. Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends on Bet Online. And as your continued source for all your sp- sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events. Whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf, head to betonline.ag to join. Receive your fifty percent welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code Believe. That's B L E A V to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. Yeah, I think they find a way to just uh, trust what they have already mm-hmm. uh, with those guys uh, on the team. And I think it's a it's a greater challenge trying to bring somebody in, get them up to speed at this point uh, in the season, right? And and you have guys who uh, have been on the, the roster from day one, been able to learn under Jimmy G and uh, learn that scheme. And so I think they, they really just believe in the scheme, but then also in the surrounding cast, right? You have you know, McCaffrey, you have Debo. Uh, and I think that's, a, that's enough, right? You know, uh, you find ways to just get the ball in their hands, and then you have to turn to the other side. Uh, that defense is playing lights out, and they've done that uh, mm-hmm. since you know week week one, and they've been very consistent. And so it's going to be a great challenge for them. And I, but I, I feel like they're uh, a bunch of guys who are up for that challenge and, and and kind of getting them through these last four weeks of the season, four or five weeks of the season. Um, you know, for, for them to go ahead and seal the deal and, and get into these playoffs. Uh, I'm not sure how long Jimmy G, they're saying he's going to be out, but 
I, I think that that's the method that I would go with. Because uh, they, they, they said at first that he had a broke foot and he was out for the season, but I think some tests came back. And uh, I mean, not a broke foot. They said maybe it was Liz Frank or something like that. But oh, so yeah. now testing came back to where, you know, it might not be the initial result that they thought. So I think that he's still getting some reviews. But like you said, the 49ers got a a, a, a core group that's been there for a while. They're, they're strong, tight, bonded. I mean, you got core guys on offense, core guys on defense. And, uh, and everybody knows quarterback position is important. I mean, but when you go down two starters, man, I mean, you know, Trey Lance started the season. Then, boom, he's out. And then Jimmy G comes back and shows people, you know, why he was, you know, the franchise guy at one point and now he's out. But like you said, I mean, it's a well-ran organization, and I figured that they don't do it from within instead of trying to reach from without. It makes yeah. a lot of sense, no, I especially. I don't, Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, I don't know where this uh, puts them now when we once we get into the playoffs. You know, I think yeah. a lot of uh, people really had them uh, being able to potentially uh, compete against the Eagles, right, and, and maybe even favorites uh, coming out of that conference but one of few teams who probably can go toe-to-toe with them and match up uh, well, uh, particularly because of their their run game and then the uh, their defense. And Lawrence, yeah. uh, Lawrence, that's what I wanted to get into about what was going on in the league. The Eagles-Titans, uh, you got A.J. Brown playing his first game versus his former team, and he goes crazy, and the GM gets fired right after that. And you're talking about a team that's heading to the playoffs, a team that's leading a division. So it sounds like some more might be up to that story. I'm not sure, but, I mean, you normally don't see a GM getting fired in in December, especially especially when you're leading your division and, you know, you're, you're getting ready for the playoffs. Yeah, and I think he's been the GM since, like, 2016. You know, yep. and and it's not like they're, do, they're they're having a bad season. Uh, I, that really came as a shock. I yeah. when I when I yeah. read that earlier, I was like, "Oh my goodness, what are the Titans doing? This is this is not this is not smart. Not 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 this late when, I mean, I get it. You just got beat, and yes, your former player, but I mean, I think you guys could attest that stuff happens, right?" I mean, so so, you're on the road, you know, versus the hottest team in the NFC and the league pretty much, you know, that, that, that stuff happens. Yeah, exactly, man. But, but uh, not to stay on this, but another game that was fun, fun, like probably one of the most fun games I watched this year was that Cincinnati Bengals Chiefs game. And I don't know if y'all got to watch any of that. But Joe yeah, Burrow and Joe Burrow is five and zero versus Pat Mahomes, uh, and that's wow. kind of crazy to think he's five and zero versus Pat Mahomes since he's been in the league, and you know, and they found a way to win twenty seven twenty four, and the game felt like it was the AFC championship how you know it was going back and forth yeah and it was just going back and forth guys making great plays and crucial moments and I don't know if y'all guys got to watch it but I think we got a new Brady versus Manning type of matchup that we got going here uh you know because everybody talk about how great Pat Mahomes is and he's great but it's kind of a crazy stat to me to think that Joe Burrows is five and oh versus uh versus him since he's been in the league so you're calling you're calling uh, Burrow the Brady because that was the situation, wasn't it? I mean? Because Peyton can beat Brady. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he but, did in the playoffs, but during the regular season, it or, never could get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had all kind of issues doing that. So I, I don't understand 
but that that is weird to think that he's five and zero against Patrick Mahomes. That uh, in just that a is. few years that he's been in the league too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fact that they yeah they played each other that much uh, is interesting alone. But you, of course, as we all know, the one that that matters the most is is once yeah. you get into the playoffs. And yep. so we know what that did last year. Uh, that that got that uh rewarded Cincy with an opportunity. You know, what I'm saying to, to to win a ship. And so, you know, as we get down this stretch, man, like, will they meet up again? And what are the results going to look like? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm, they're both looking like they're going to be in the playoffs. One's eight and four. The other's nine and three. Yeah. Uh, and so since he's fought back, they, mm-hmm. they fought back. You know, they yeah, started. They, slow. Yep. Yeah. But uh, they, they found their groove now. You want to talk about how good the NFC Easter is right now? I mean, because this is this is ridiculous. When the worst team in that division record-wise is 7-5-1, and one, okay? That is the worst team in that division. The Commanders and the Giants fought uh, uh, yesterday, or Sunday and tied 20 all. Mm. So you got the Giants that are 7-4-1. You got the Commanders, which are 7-5-1. and one. You know, and, and and then Dallas, of course, we already know what happened with Dallas. And the Eagles, we talked about them blowing out the Titans as well. And they're 11-1. and one. That is crazy <laughs> that the worst team has a two-game the, – the worst team record-wise in that division has a two-game in the positive of the 500 mark. I've, yeah. I've never seen that before. I don't think I've ever seen that before in the NFL. Yeah, it might be the biggest turnaround in a division, you know, ever uh, when you talk about just record-wise. I mean, but it's no fluke uh, with their records. I mean, people can say what they want about the Giants. They're a damn good football team. You know, I'm, I'm one of those guys that really believe you are what your record says you are. And I know at first I was like, ah, the Giants, uh, you know, yeah, they're winning. But, uh, but now, mm-hmm. I mean, we're in December. Everybody knows how important December football is. You know, normally when you get in December, you want to be fighting for something and – everybody in that division every game matters from here on out I mean obviously the Eagles got a you know a big lead on everybody but you know from two to four you know every game matters you know you can't have a slip up so you I expect to see the best football from their respective teams you know from the for the rest of the season yeah I I would I would beg to differ though because as, as we get down you know these last four weeks man I mean the Eagles they they play they play head-to-head matchups oh, you know, with their division. Yep, so yep. there's a lot, there's a lot that can shift, as you know, within two that's weeks. True. You know what I'm saying? You you <laughs> go down two, you go down two to these division opponents, and you can find yourself, because one of them is Dallas in two weeks. You can find yourself uh at second place, right? And losing one and losing the uh, opportunity at, at a first round Bye. bye. As yep. we know, the number one seed. Uh, now is the only uh, team that's that's granted with that with that uh, opportunity. I, I guess I was thinking with with the coach situation, we played all our division games with the first six weeks of the season. So yeah. you know we got we got one more left. So I, I it kind of you know I, I forgot about that. Those guys do yeah. got to play each other these last four weeks. Could this- that's yeah that's how they do with the NFC East. You know being being a part of that for the past six years, they try to line it up. You know, down that stretch, down your stretch. last six or five, uh, because they know some way. Like normally, it's only two teams really fighting, but mm-hmm. I, I've, I haven't been a part of this where all four teams are uh, one in the playoff uh, pitcher and 
two of the team, two, you know, two out of the four teams are fighting for potentially maybe a number one or two I, seed in I, the I, conference. I I don't know, Rodney, when you were in St. Louis and my Arizona days, I remember one year, I think St. Louis, us, Arizona, and uh, Seattle, and and I want to say it, it might not have been all four, though, but I want to say it was like 310, because I know my first year, 2013, we went 11-5 and five and missed the playoffs. Yeah, uh, my, I know. There was, yeah, there was a year I know for sure, like three teams, and I know... I know it wasn't. It, it wasn't was St. Louis. Nah, <laughs> we was always seven and nine, man. Like gotcha. we, we were messing around and beat a Seattle, beat there. But then the team that you would expect us to beat, gotcha. we just gotcha. played down to, to to the competition. But well, NFC West was strong, you know, during my yeah. first four years. Yeah, real strong. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm looking at, at the records right now, and, you know, you, you look at the division uh, leaders right now with the Eagles 11-1, and one, the Vikings 10-2, and two, uh, the Niners are 8-4, and four, and the Buccaneers are at 500. It would have been weird for the Buccaneers to lose that game and still be, one. And still be up there, but they're 6-6. Six and six. The next closest team, okay, so the NFC East right now, well, as I said, Washington Commanders is the worst team record-wise, 7-5-1. and one. The only team that is even competing with them right now for a, the playoff spots is the Seattle Seahawks at 7-5. and five. Mm-hmm. So how weird would it be? Is it possible that the NFC, teams? yes. That's yeah. wild. Has that That's ever been wild. done before? I, 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 don't I don't think so. Think so. Yeah, I don't yeah, think that so. Might, That's wild. That might be history if, that, <laughs> if they're able to pull that off. That time oh. I save them, too. Right, right. Because the next closest team has five wins in the NFC. After that, that's yep. it. So it is quite possible that all. What about four, Heineke, man? What about Heineke? Baller, man. Take Just advantage of your opportunities, man. Getting it done. <laughs> getting it yeah. done. Yeah, I've, I've always loved Heineke's. Like he fights. Like. When he goes out there, you can see the fight, the dog in mm-hmm. him, right? He, yeah. He's always – he's just like what, what you guys were talking about. You know, you're out there, uh, you know, putting it on the line every play. And as a quarterback, he does that himself, you know. And and he, he always looks for a way to, to make something positive, even on something that looks like it's going to end up being negative. Now, he doesn't always get it done, but he's always trying to. And yeah. you, can, you, you can see – his progression from last year to this year, as a matter of fact, you know, yeah. from from th- learning when to get yeah. rid of the football at times. I, I think the biggest thing I see from Heineke, though, is from a leadership standpoint, that team plays better with him at the helm. I mean, they it just seems like everybody's fighting a little bit harder, you know, because mm-hmm. of him, because of that's his style of play. Blue collar, it ain't flashy. You know, he's just doing whatever he got to do to get the job done, and it seems like that's their mold. I mean, obviously, with uh with their head coach, he's a blue collar guy, and it just seems like they finally found you know who they truly are. Yeah, Absolutely. and yeah, Ron Rivera uh, and Heineke has you know been been good. Twenty twenty, uh, that was probably one of the worst. We were one of the worst divisions at that time, mm-hmm. and Washington managed to sneak in and uh, walk away with that division. And we know Heineke was at the forefront for that last year, not mm-hmm. so much. But now this year, again, um, he didn't come in as a starter, but he's putting them in a position down the stretch to 
to uh, get themselves a seat at the, at the dance. Absolutely. Um, you talk about uh, the uh, Burrow uh, beating Mahomes. The Bills, like on Thursday night football, put a whooping on the Patriots, at least in the way it looked like to me. Mm-hmm. There was a pass from Josh Allen that yeah. I don't care like the one where he was jumping out of bounds midair and threw that ball cross body opposite direction in the air with a ton of zip on it in a perfect spot for the touchdown. That was unbelievable to me. I thought that was one of the best throws I'd ever seen from him. And people are saying, Oh, that's not that tough. And I'm sitting there going, what do you mean? That's not tough. <laughs> what do you watch football? <laughs> Man, sometimes people be thinking like professional sports is like video game type stuff. I mean, it, people don't understand how hard it is to make certain plays and, mm-hmm. and to even just play on that level. I mean, uh, some of these guys got just tremendous, you know, God-giving ability. And Josh Allen is one of those guys. I mean, we, we haven't seen a quarterback – well, we've probably seen quarterback this size, but not this size that can run like this and has an arm like this and, you know, can move his body this way or that way and still make top throws. But the things that we raved Josh Allen about just a couple of weeks ago when they played the Vikings, he made a similar throw and it got picked off by Patrick mm-hmm. Peterson, you know. So it's just one of those things like this is what makes me great and I'm going to continue to do this because I trusted myself to make these plays. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And 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 you got to, you know, Mahomes does the same thing. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Yeah. But if you're one of only maybe three people that can make that play, you might as well try. That's you the know? reason why that's the reason why they're where they're at is making those type plays. So there's no exactly. need to stop stop doing it now. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> absolutely. Um so right now, sitting with the end of week thirteen done. Who do you think are the AFC's uh, wild card runners right now? Do you guys have an idea uh, on that? Let me see. Let me pull up wild card. Let me see. AFC. Now there's Chargers in the running. Yeah. Bengals, right? Bengals, Ravens. I don't know who. Did Bengals pass, may have passed them? No. What's the, what's the Browns record? Browns are five and seven. Oh, wow. Okay. The Bengals and the Ravens are both eight and four. The Bengals are behind them because of the head-to-head. Yeah. Uh, and then you got the Dolphins, who are eight and four. Jets, yep. seven and five. Jets are seven Jets. and five. Yeah. Yep. And the Chargers are six and six. And the Raiders have won three straight now. They, but they're, they're only five yeah. and seven. <laughs> I, you know what? I hope the Jets make it. I hope. I hope the Jets get in. Man, if the Jets get in... That would be probably one of the most, I guess, better coaching jobs, better seasons that I've seen, you know, from a team that young that, you know, just figured it out. I mean, you change your quarterback and he's lighting the league up right now, you know, and you got all these young superstars that don't know nothing else but just playing football. And if they find a way to sneak in this thing and get in, they'll be one of them teams that's like, hey, man, this first-round matchup versus the Jets, yeah, you think it's sweet, and they'll mess around and beat somebody in the playoffs that, you know, they're not supposed to beat. I mean, Mike, 
Mike White was 31 of 57 in that game against the Vikings where they lost, but he didn't throw a, uh, any touchdowns and he had two picks. Yeah, so, and they were down like, you know, uh-huh. 14, 17 points. But what I'm saying, that second half, for them to come out and versus a hot team in the Vikings that's, you know, 10 and 2 and come out and have a chance to win it, you know, at the end of it, you know, it just shows you what type of team and what type of players they got in that organization. Yeah. Yeah. It ain't the same old Jets is what I'm, I'm what I'm getting nah. at. <laughs> nah. I I don't I don't know if they're gonna have enough to hold on though. You don't think so? I just, I just got a feeling, man, that like we played it. I mean the Chargers, they're sitting right there. Uh we played them in a few weeks, of course, but I think they're making a push. You know, you looking at Raiders and, and like can they do it? You know, sneak in and come down to the last game. Uh, but I, I feel like for some reason the Jets, man, are going to – they might have the winning record, but I think they, they're going to – they might just come up a little shy of the playoffs. Okay. Right. Something to keep our eye on. Me and Rodney, we, we yeah, might we have to make see. a bet on that. No, yeah, we, we can't. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you don't you don't think the Patriots have an outside shot of, of- – No. It, sitting at six and six we, we don't even know who's calling the plays for the patriots they're too up and down for me they're just Let's too say, up and down man you, you talk about the chargers they're six and six as well though you know? know but they got some dogs over there patriots yeah. are still rebuild i think they should just rebuild and call it a day just go okay. and let 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 everybody know they're rebuilding all right and <laughs> did, did you get to watch any of uh deshaun watson uh his first game back in the nfl I did. I didn't, but I uh, I definitely read up on it, and uh, you know, just seeing how the experience was with him going back to Houston. Uh, saw the owner turn turned her back. You no, know, the owner's wife turned the back on him, and you know, fans were killing him and all that. But I heard it was a shaky start. He looked rusty. I mean, you you haven't played football in seven hundred days. You should look rusty. I mean, but for them to come out with a win, twenty seven fifteen, you know, it kind of quiet the critics a little bit. But you know, I heard he looked rusty though. Okay. Any any thoughts about Deshaun's first game back, Rodney? I did not catch any of the highlights, to be honest. Uh, I, I know there was a lot of distractions, of course, and a lot of attention elsewhere, you know, for obvious reasons. So yeah. I'm sure that also contributed to, you know, him, you know, n- not having probably, you know, the best uh, outing, right, and, in, 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 um, you know, being back in uniform and like you said, 700 days. So I did not see the clippings, but at the end of the day, a win cures it all, man. And we, like Gerard said, you quickly to forget, silence, you know, the critics for a little bit. And, uh, you know, maybe you can get back, get back to, uh, to just normal ball next week. Absolutely. Well, I mean, you figure uh, that was his shaky comeback start game next week. He goes to Cincy. That's going to be a game. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Well, I think that's going to do it for uh, this episode, where we we kind of went over the week thirteen uh, slate of games uh, that happened this the, for this NFL twenty twenty two season. Uh, that was Gerard Powers, Rodney McLeod, and myself. This was Believe in Colts, brought to you by Bet Online. And as usual, go Colts. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. 
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.